Hey guys, Jeremy National Fire Radio. We're back on the podcast today. Robert Ridley, my partner in crime. I like how you and I are doing this once or twice a week, getting together, putting our thoughts out there. No guest, stripped down, bare naked, Rob Ridley, Jeremy Donch, National Fire Radio. What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's going on? That is uh that is probably one of the most epic lead-ins you've done so far. Well, I have to think that us being naked is disgusting, and we are certainly not uh, not the type that uh, should be out there naked. So we'll get our comments on that. But, hey, what can I tell you, man? Here we are. So, I'm terrified for everybody listening right now. <laughs> I think so, because I don't know where this is going to go, right? So this is the, uh, the pre-Thanksgiving episode. So this is going to be launched the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving, we're going to do a uh, rerun of an old episode, and then we'll be back Friday with a brand new episode uh, and so on. So Thursday, I'm just gonna we're going to post an old episode up, and we're going to start doing that uh, as we keep posting throughout the week. Uh, we might do a throwback episode every once in a while. So this Thursday, Thanksgiving, we'll have a throwback episode on with a quick message before it. Uh, you and I, this episode will post the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And so this episode is all about, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, what are we thankful for, Robert? Well, I know that I'm thankful for uh, two words that kind of keep coming up in my vocabulary, but gratitude and, and humility. I mean... Uh, gratitude it's... and humility. Do it, yeah. man. Where, which one you want to tackle first, or maybe they go hand in hand? I mean, they kind of go hand in hand, I think, a little bit. Um, you know, I, the the ability to be humble, um, you know, it's really been something, like having humility in my career has been, been something that's helped me because it, you have to take that moment to be like, hey, there might be a better way to, to do this, and you may not have the answers. And, you know, sometimes uh, that's a difficult conversation and that's a difficult obstacle to overcome but it uh, certainly has made me better on the other end and I think for the gratitude part of it just you know being being thankful that for everything that's happened you know and, and kind of bringing out that kindness and and we've, we've talked about that before um, when we've discussed stuff at National Fire Radio and just you know and I've always said I've had so much gratitude for that Facebook message of being like, Hey, I have this idea. What do you think? And being able to come along for this ride because it's been fantastic and never in a million years that I think that we would have the impact that we have had. Well, is it's, it us or is it just timing? I mean, I, I contemplate that question all the time to myself. It's like, did we just hit when the timing was right? If this was, if this was, uh, I don't know, uh, Sven and uh, Joseph instead of Jeremy and Rob, like would would they be as successful in having the opportunities that we've had just because of timing? Or do we actually and have we been able to navigate this space in a way that allowed us to grow like we have? I mean, that's a listen, tough that's a tough question. If somebody came to the market before us, you know, it, it would be it would be tough and I don't know um, how what what to what to really think of that. But what I do know is that we have had a positive impact in how we've interacted with people, adding value to people, and and the fire service. And you know, you hit it hit it in the beginning when you said you wanted to give back to the American Fire Service because it's given you so much. And I was like, yeah, I can get on with that because 
you know, do you know I felt the same way that that conversation, Rob, is sounds so easy up front. Like, oh, yeah, we got to give back. The job's bigger than us. We got to give back to this job, right? That's our job is to give back to this job, right? And then and then you actually have to now walk the walk. I mean, the talk's easy. The talk is, hey, I want to do, hey, Rob, I got an idea about something we could do. I think that there's a there's some stuff being missed in the American Fire Service. I think we have the ability to do it. Here's some of my ideas. What do you think? Okay, cool, let's roll. And, yeah. and I always talk about the value proposition of giving more than you take. And that number skews back and forth, right? It's a fine balance, but it's always, it's always, the take is always under the 50%. Has to be. It has to be. Right. right? And so when, when it skews the other way, you start to lose. My point is, is the walk is the walk. Like we have been truthful to the mission up front about doing more than we're getting out of this. Now, I we take a lot out of this, right? And 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 let me preface that by saying we're not filling our pockets with money. What what we get out of right. this is the satisfaction, the relationships, the conversations, the the legacy, the all of that, right? Everything, the gratitude, right? All of that that pours into what we've been able to do in four and a half short years what we've done is solely based on the belief that we need to give more than we're taking. And that means giving back to the job. And if having a conversation and talking about things like this, or being able to attend a conference and shine a light on solid instructors and good training, or being able to provide tips, tricks, and hacks on apparatus builds or doing this or doing that. And the list goes on and on of the permissions that we've been able to take and the projects that we work on and the things that we do. It's all because we've worked hard for it. And so to bring it back to what the question I asked you was, could it be Sven or Joseph or is it Rob and Jeremy? Rob, I believe it's Rob and Jeremy. I don't think anybody else would be able to do what we've done so far because walking the walk is the hardest part. The hardest yeah. part. I, I, and I think the, you know, I remember in Hackensack, New Jersey, when we were with uh, Deputy Chief Kalman and, you, we were going over some of the stuff and you were like, Hey, do an apparatus and event uh, innovation. And I was like, ah, I don't know, man. You're, and you were like, no. And you kind of forced me to get on the stage, so to speak, and put myself out there. And the encouragement that went on with that, like you have to take the step. You have to have the courage to get out there. It might, might need a gentle nudge, but like us being able to, you know, take that step and be vulnerable, put ourselves out there. You know, it's, you, you need to do that, and that and that's what we did. That's what we've done, and we continue to do. We continue to do it day in and, and day out. Yeah, and like that's why, like you know, coming into Thanksgiving, I'm I'm thankful for you know, like you said, what we take out of it. You know, like my wife will be the first one to tell you that we're not making. You know, there's no pockets lined with money here, um, but what what we're getting out of it is fantastic when we get direct messages from people or you know for me like i know i know when we we were in the woodlands for the uh you know the joey D thing with the uh, affordable drill towers right and like the the guys the guys are showing us the rescue truck and they're like no we got this off of national fire radio and they're showing us innovations that they've done on their on their rescue and the equipment's mounted a certain way because they were able to see it from somewhere else but we we bridged that gap we were that uh you know yeah that uh that 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 
method of communication to make that happen, that, that humbles me because then I, I know, I know that, you know, we've made an impact and not only have we make an impact, but it's serving the citizens somewhere else in this country. And I think that's the cool, that, that really to me is the cool part of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the many. Yeah, well, that, that is when, when you can quantify the ability to give back, when you can quantify that we've made an impact or a difference, it's certainly helps in the hard work that goes into all of this, right? And so between, you mentioned DMs, direct messages, right? We get DMs and IMs all the time on our different channels of delivery. And, I mean, people, I mean, everything from you saved my career, just you saved my life, to thanks for sharing that tip or thanks for putting me in touch with this guy or thanks for doing this and thanks for that. Those are those things that, like, for me, I am super thankful that we did this. Like, because that is the, that's the payback for me, right? Is like, if we're able to make a difference and make an impact, I mean, isn't that what the fire service is about, right? Like, ultimately, we're there to serve the citizens and people that we serve. And, like, I feel humble in a way to be able to deliver that message to the fire service, too. And, and with that, though, the, I had a really interesting conversation last night with somebody. I don't want to say who it was, uh, but it's somebody we all know has been on the podcast, whatever. And we were talking last night and the conversation got so stupid because it was like, he's humble. I'm humble. No, you're great. No, you're great. No, I'm not. A, it's just like, all this shit. I finally said to him, I go, you know what? This is dumb. I go, why can't we, why can't we own the fact that we're doing something good? Like, why can't, why do we always have to be like, no, it's, we're just doing it because of this. We're just doing it because of that. And it's like, why, why don't, why do we have to do like, why, why can't we just be like, you know what? Our hard work is making a difference. And I'm very proud of that. And so this Thanksgiving, this episode of the, in the spirit of giving thanks, I'm thankful that we started this platform. I'm thankful that you trusted me and Sebi trusted me from day one. And we took the leap into putting ourselves out in social media, navigating a space that was fairly unknown to us. And believing that our message mattered and what we wanted to bring to the table mattered. And for me, I am super grateful for that. And I am so thankful that not only did you guys trust me in my vision, but I look at the partnerships and the friendships and the things we've been able to do in four and a half short years. And I'll tell you, my brother, if this is any indication how the next four and a half years, let alone 10, 20 years go for us, brother, we got a hell of a ride coming. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I'm, I'm strapped in. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's talk about this too, right? So gratitude, we hit on gratitude there. Right. And I'm what I'm thankful for. You mentioned the other word humility too, right? I just want to get back on track a little bit here in the mm -hmm. spirit of Thanksgiving. You mentioned gratitude and humility. When you were talking about humility, I, I started reflecting upon my own career and, and, in myself, not just in the firehouse, but in life as a human being, as a father and a husband and everything else too, right? And I, I put an arrow from humility across the pad, and then I wrote maturity, and I circled it. I think that humility has a lot to do with maturity. I think the more mature you become, the less humble and humility sets in to a point that you are allowed to appreciate and believe that you might not have all the answers and you might not be as hot headed or opinionated or what have you. But I think maturity plays a big role in humility. What are your thoughts on that? No, I, I, 
I agree. I also think that, you know, humility is, uh, it's a, you know, a strength of your character and like, you know, when, when you really start diving into humility, you can understand that, um, yeah, as you, you said, maturity. And I, I think of like the, just being truthful with yourself of understanding that you like may not have all the answers or, um, you know, like, but doesn't it take, doesn't it take life to point that out to you? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, like, I, and I, I think I've talked about this before. I use like, you know, when I went down to PG County and the, you know, the 18 year olds in Hyattsville and I'm like, Oh, like, what do these guys know? Like, you know, this would be interesting. And then like, I couldn't even put my, like, I couldn't get my gear on fast enough because I had always been held to like, just the minimum standard, not, not better than that. Right. And I was like, Oh crap. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm not as good as I think I am because I'm a big fish in my pond and now I'm in a really, really big open body of water here. And, uh, <laughs> we better, we better straighten your shit up. And like, it, it was, it just, like I said, it was, it was shocking to see, you know, and then, but like, and that, and that's where the learning happened because, you know, these young kids just smoked me and what it was that I was trying to do and something that I was like really getting in my head about, like, I should know how to do this. I've been on the job for this much time, et cetera, you know, but at, like, they didn't throw it in my face. They were like, Hey, let's, let's get you, let's help you get, get faster. Like, this is how you do it. And they, like, they started explaining the mindset. They started explaining like the tips, tricks and hacks. And they didn't look at my age. They didn't look at my attitude. They looked at, he looks like he wants to put into work. So we're going to help him get to where he needs to be. I, and yep, go ahead. like it was, that was the, like the humble part because I was embarrassed you know, especially when you have people vouching for you and stuff like that. But to be able to watch, you know, like Nick Bailey was one of the guys like he, you know, and actually it's funny you said Sven because there's a living there, Sven, who is from um, probably Slovenia. Uh, but, you know, like they all all came forward and got their stuff and got right down on the floor to work with me to bring me to that edge to make me faster. And, you know, it's still like those tips and tricks are still stuff that I teach today you know, and help people get better at, at, at this job. And you're doing it right because that's the whole intent of learning, right? Is what, when you learn, then you pass it on. Right. And so, yeah. the, you know, the, a, a, a humbling experience where, you know, you have some tenure in a job and you got younger guys running circles around you and then you're willing to, instead of writing it off and being like, you know, it's not for me or whatever you, you're humble enough to take a knee and learn from guys that are junior to you only to better your own game so that you come back home and you deliver that message and those tips, tricks and hacks on whatever it was to better your own people. I mean, that's what this is all about. I wonder how many people get turned off by people that are better than them. Like a lot of people shut down when they, when they put themselves in front of, and I see it a lot. Like I, you see it in the fire service a lot where a guy that's senior to you, uh, shies away from a conversation or doesn't put his gear on for training anymore or, or removes himself or doesn't insert himself in the conversation. Cause he knows that he can't compete. He knows he doesn't have the abilities to compete with somebody younger, more junior to him. And instead of being able to pony up and, and take an ear 
or lend a little piece of, of life experience or something that can maybe support that junior guy in his message or delivery of something, they shy away from it because they're, they're intimidated and they don't want to put themselves in a vulnerable position. So they'd rather pretend to themselves that they're better than they are instead of taking a knee and learning from somebody junior. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, and, and we, like I see one of my, one of my good, very good friends, uh, you know, he left our, our job, went, went a little place South and, uh, he has unfortunately experienced that ever since transferring where, you know, the people who are more quote unquote senior, like they, they live and they die by that, you know, like they, they have to be the smartest person in the room and it's insane to listen to the stories and just know that. Cause like, I, you know, as you're describing that, I'm just thinking like, Hey, like, aren't we all on the same team for the same mission that's to save a life, you know, and do our job at the fire out. Like, so like we should, you know, ideally in a utopian world, I guess, like working hand in hand to make sure we do that. But the ego gets in the way and it's yeah. kinda... you know what I just thought of Rob, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking that anybody that has that mindset, what you're just talking about, and what I framed and what you delivered on right there, mm-hmm. those people don't go to conferences. Those people don't seek out anything other than their own little zip code. And I'll tell you why. Because when you go to conferences and you surround yourself with instructors and like-minded people, you are the dumbest guy in the room. Like one of, one of my favorite things in the world is to surround myself with people that are smarter than me because I love to listen and I love to learn. And I'll tell you, man, when you go to the, when we get to go to these conferences and, and all these things that we get to do, it is quite often that I am literally the dumbest motherfucker in the room. I like literally. And, and when you start looking at people that are there to teach and instruct at a conference, those guys, when they're not up on the stage are typically the guy in the front row taking the notes they're taking notes on the guy that's speaking and they were just up there speaking. Yet we have people back in our own zip code who don't want to leave their cocoon of safety because they know that they don't know everything when they put themselves out there. And so they'd rather not put themselves out there. So those people that are in your department, people that are listening to this podcast right now, getting anything out of this, those people that aren't willing to get out of their safety net, the cocoon, the higher ups, or those junior people that don't want to better themselves. They shy away from conversation, shy away from training, shy away from being able to promote the betterment's job. They're never going to go and promote themselves any better. And they're never going to allow themselves to be the dumbest guy in the room. I raise my hand and say, I am the dumbest guy in the room because it only makes me better. Yeah. And I, and I think like you, when, when you when you say that and you say like, all right, I'm not, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. You know, in fact, I might be the dumbest guy right here. You don't have to work anymore at holding up some fictitious bullshit that you're, you know what you're talking about. Yes. It's so much easier to learn. It's like, such a full-time job to be a bullshit artist. And I, I, like what I liked, you know, this past year, I went down to ODP with uh, County Fire Tactics. The job was, you know, it was great. Like the district sent me down there and um, like there were some real heavy hitters, you know, presenting. And then I'm in the audience with other officers from around the country. And it's, you know, like it's a humbling experience. Um, 
and then like some of them are talking about some of the things that they're working on and I'm like, holy crap, like I'm not, but you know, once I took that guard down and just accepted that I really don't know that much, <laughs> like it, you, the, the ability for me to learn, you know, just, it was, it was insane. And, 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 and you get to have that conversation with somebody and be honest and be like, yeah, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, please, please, ex please explain this. Cause I'm, uh, and, and, and they're happy to do it. Like they they don't, they don't, you know, laugh at you or, 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 or think you're, you're dumb. They're actually excited because it's a point of pride for them that they're, you know, can share something because they want everybody to succeed. So in the spirit of Thanksgiving, what this episode is all about, I am thankful that I'm the dumbest guy in the room. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I mean that. I absolutely mean that. And I never really thought about that before until this conversation. That's why I love what we get to do, Rob. We, for the last 20 minutes now on this podcast, have just given me something to really ponder that I've never really thought about before. You know, and, and I said maturity. Maturity doesn't mean age either. Like, I don't, I think there's been a little bit of conversation about some of our episodes where I've been talking about maturity because I've seen a lot of immature behavior and a lot of immature uh, emotional response and and mental response to situations and things like that. So I've been talking about maturity um, now for a few weeks on the podcast and different episodes, trying to sneak in little one-liners about it because I think it's important. But maturity isn't age. Maturity is experience and life and everything being pulled together to create and give you a better understanding. And when you have a better understanding, your typical response is usually better, sharper, clearer, et cetera, right? So, like, that's what maturity is to me. And so I think we're losing sight of that. So when we talk about, when we talk about all that, it matters. It absolutely matters. And it goes back to gratitude. It goes back to humility and everything that we've been talking about so far. I love it. So I give thanks for being the dumb guy because it makes me better. Yeah, it, uh, well, happy Thanksgiving. That was my drop. I'm done. No, that's it. We're <laughs> over. It's over. No, it's a, you know, you, it, it, it is. I mean, like it's, it's, I'm, I, I'm I, I, honestly, I'm thankful for being able to give myself a hard look and, and have that humility to, to know that I don't know everything and to, to have the courage to say, I don't know, because there's times where, you know, people will be like, oh, what do you think? And I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. And I like, I like when somebody calls me out on it and then I can say to them, yeah, well, uh, I'm not going to bullshit you and get us into trouble. So, Well, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, and this is where I was going. I kind of lost my train of thought before, but I'm, I'm back on it now when I was talking about maturity. And I know through my own life experience, whether it's life, you know, uh, or, you know, inside or outside the firehouse. Like I remember when I was younger, like I thought I knew everything. I, I thought I, I was the big mouth. I, I was the guy that had every answer. I was the guy that spoke first. I was the guy that, you know, let everyone know who I was. And, you know, over time that has escaped me to a point now where, I am a little more refined and reserved, and I think maturity has taken hold of me for me to truly understand that I don't need the, big, the biggest voice in the room. I don't need to be the biggest animate, animator in the room. I don't need to, um, you know, make sure everybody knows who I am. 
And I know it's funny saying that when I host a podcast like this and I put myself on social media, right? Like it's kind of contradictory, but I don't think it is because like I, I say it a lot, right? As much as I talk, I listen more. And, uh, and so for me, like I've come to realize that it doesn't, I don't need to be all consuming to still carry a big stick. And, and so I think I've gotten a lot better at that. And I think that I find myself now being more of a moderator and mediator than, uh, than on one side of the fence or the other. And, uh, and I think that just comes with maturity. I truly do. Yeah. You know, I had a conversation with somebody today and they were pitching an idea for an event coming up and I love the idea. However, like I wasn't, wasn't sure where the value was going to come out of it. And I, and I challenged him with that question. And I said, I was like, Hey, this is an awesome idea. I really like it, but where's the value going to come out for you? Where's the value going to come out for uh, the fire service and, you know, the people that we all work with and like they, cause it was just kind of missing something. But they were able to, like, just they came right back to it, and they're like, I think this is where we're going to deliver. I think this is what we're missing, and I think this is a unique opportunity that we'll be able to show, and I think that this is how we're going to give give back to the fire service in a way that nobody's done before. And I was like, awesome. Love it. Cool. So just having that, like, reflection of being able to, you know, to to also ask the the tough questions was, was good, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. But I, I think that that has been at our core from the get. And, uh, you know, there's there's been so many ways to, I mean, in, in full transparency, right? Like, you know, that value proposition is super important to me. And I think that's grown on you. Um, I think through my constant talk about it. And, and, I, and Rob, you could attest to this too, because I, I think a lot of people... Not a lot, but I bet you some people listen to this and they go like, these guys are full of shit. Like, there's no way, right? Because some of the things we do are kind of bizarre in the fact that, like, we'll leave money on the table every single day to do the right thing, right? Like, I don't yeah. think I don't think you and I or Sebi, the three of us, or anybody affiliated with our platform has ever sold out once for anything that did anything to put the job in a bad light. And that was rule number one, right? Well, like, you know, th- the intent of National Fire Radio is to promote betterment of this job. You know, and so like we've never we've never sacrificed that value. And you hear me and and I would love for you to say something about this because you hear me say this all the time, whether on the air, off the air, meeting with vendors, meeting with people in firehouses. Right. What do I always say? Well, one, we're going to over deliver. But like we always like said, we just keep on hitting on that value proposition and 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 pushing it forward. And I think of like. You know, you said like, hey, we leave money out on the table. I think about all the relationships that we have formed. And when people think, if, if somebody thinks this is like a BS thing, you know, I'll give you some real good examples of how we've, where I think that we've executed on the value proposition and where it kind of comes into to life. Like one, as I look out at things and I ask my, myself the question, what's the value that we're going to deliver? Like, and are we going to be positive? Because we've always said that, like, if there's going to be a negative, we don't want to be doing anything with it. Right. Cause if it's going to put something in a negative light or somebody in a negative light, then like nothing good can come of that. Um, the job's not, I, the job's not perfect. So why right. do we focus on the not perfect? Let's focus on the good stuff that pushes to make the job better. Yeah. 
So I, I think of uh, like, you know, actually, uh, you know, Tara Cornett from Flame Decon, right? Like I think of somebody who had a great, great you know, has, has a great product and like came out and did the work and, and you had a conversation with her about, you know, how to add that value and stuff. And I've, I've told, we, you know, I think we've both become very good friends with Tara and we haven't asked her for a, for a damn thing with it. And she has done, and, and she continues to do wonderful stuff for the fire service as far as like giving us, a, you know, the decon soap and everything else and the research that she's put in to show that it's working and everything. But like, that's a, that's an example of the value proposition, you know, of, of us helping somebody out. And we didn't, we really, like, we, we didn't ask for anything in return. It's not like that we're saying like, hey, we're going to give away the stuff for free, but we valued what was going on there. Uh, the work we've done with Taylor and, and, and being able to look at the great things that he's doing, you know, as one of our first sponsors and stuff like that. Um, I, I and, am, and, and this falls in line with what we're talking about, right? Thankful. I'm thankful for all those people. I'm thankful yeah. for every interaction we've had. I'm thankful for every company that we work with. I'm thankful for all the relationships and people that we've gotten to meet because all of that shapes us to be better. And I think it only supports our mission of who we are and what we do. And frankly, at the end of the day, it's all about doing the right thing. I firmly believe that if you do the right thing, your time will come. Things, you know, and I think shortcuts matter, meaning you take shortcuts, it's going to catch up to you. And nothing in this world, and I, we have a, I have a great topic coming up next Monday with a guest on the podcast. He already sent me some ideas that he has. And what is super exciting about that is it's about organic growth and letting it happen. And mm -hmm. I don't think anybody, it's very hard for people to believe in that these days. I really do. I think that, you know, and this is a conversation, Rob, that we had not too long ago with this individual. And that's why he wants to talk about it, because I said things have to take its course and things take time and it's a long game. And, and when you try to speed up the process and you try to take shortcuts, I said it will catch up with you and the return will not be what it could be is if you're patient and you organically move through the system. And yeah. it just it's it matters. It absolutely matters i'm very excited to listen to that i i was speaking with somebody who kind of tipped a hand about yeah, yeah, that yeah. Coming up, and i'm like i'm very excited about that but yeah you're right and you know like we talked about a couple of weeks ago about not rushing the process you know when it came to you know the fire service and everything else and letting things happen but you're man that's like this is i i'm i'm, I'm excited for this I, i'm 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 going to be giddy on that one. So it is so much fun, man. I am. I am so thankful for this platform. I'm having conversations every single day with different people from all different aspects of the job. It's so cool. Like coming up, like we have apparatus manufacturers, we have uh, uh, social mission uh, driven uh, organizations. We have charitable organizations. We have guys that run websites. We have hard hitting firemen from major cities. I mean, I the goal of this podcast is to capture the conversations that are happening. And one day we could talk about organic growth and letting things happen in the job and building relationships organically to the next day, talking about a specific fire apparatus to the next day, talking about a specific writing assignment or tool or how a city operates. This is the best part about this is this platform is allowing for 
conversation. And it's fun because the new tagline that I've been putting out on this podcast is keep talking about the job because as we talk about the job, the more we talk about the job, we're making the job better. And I, I literally like, I don't know where that came from when I was doing the podcast outros and all of a sudden that like kind of stuck with me and I'm like, you know what? It makes sense. If we're talking about the job, we're keeping the job in, in, in our, in our windshield, it's in front of us and we're talking about it. And the more we can talk about it, the better it's going to be because we're keeping it relevant and we're keeping it in front of us. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Robert, Thanksgiving, buddy. It's two days away. We're recording this on Tuesday. This is going to be released Wednesday. Thanksgiving is Thursday. You are spending it with your beautiful wife and your family. I wish you the best Thanksgiving possible for you, and I hope it's an enjoyable day out of the firehouse and home with your family. And uh, it's well-deserved to have a little bit of a break. I know how hard you've been working and and so on. So enjoy it, man, truly. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be smoking all the meats. It's going to smoke turkey, smoke ribs, bratwurst. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, – it's on like Donkey Kong. So It's on like Donkey Kong. There it is. Well, maybe that will be the title of the podcast, Rob. It's on like <laughs> Donkey Kong. But anyway, man, listen, I am thankful. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for everyone else that helps and, and is a part of the National Fire Radio family. I'm thankful for my family, my kids, my wife. My everyone, everyone that has influenced me along the way in 45 years on this planet, I am super thankful for. And um, as I get older, I get sappier. And as I get sappier, I really start to realize that every single interaction and person I've met has shaped me in some way to make me who I am today. I'm super proud of what you and I have built here along with Sebi and the others. And uh, I, I just think that it's uh, I'm one of the luckiest guys in the world when it comes to the American Fire Service and that I get to do this every single day and people are willing to lend an ear and uh, and help us along the way and become part of the community. So it's fantastic, man. I'm super thankful this year, 2022. It's going to be the best Thanksgiving yet in my world. And uh, Rob, thanks for everything, pal. I appreciate you. Hey, no problem, man. I got I to gotta say real quick, uh, you know, on the, on the things that I'm thankful for, um, it's, it's, uh, probably the, one of the dumbest things, but I, I think I'm, I'm thankful for, uh, the people that come up and for whatever reason, I, I appreciate you guys for, for taking a picture with us because, uh, there's, there's other fire service people out there that you should be, uh, you know, seeking out, but the fact that they, they recognize us and they, you know, and our fans, because really, that's really what it comes down to. Like the people who listen to this platform and take a part in it and, you know, I'm, Without them, we wouldn't, uh, you know, it would just be you and I talking to each other. Which is frightening. <laughs> nobody nobody wants that. So anyway, buddy. thank you for everybody that's out there. So, Hell yeah, so. man. I'll, I'll second that 100%. So cool. Rob, thanks, brother. Stay right there, man. I'm just going to sign out and then uh, off we go. So everyone, another episode of National Fire Radio's podcast. Rob Ridley, Jeremy Donch. The two of us love what we do. We love the fact that we have a platform and a place where we can put some of our thoughts, ideas, and share some of the industry's best and brightest with all of you. So thank you for tuning in. We give thanks on this Thanksgiving 2022. We give thanks for everybody that believes in us and our message, and they support our community by being a part of our community. So thank you. We'll catch you at the next one. Enjoy your families this Thanksgiving, 
If you're working, be safe. Enjoy some fantastic firehouse food, and we'll catch you at the next one. Do me a favor. Keep talking about the job because the more we talk about the job, we make the job better. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you at the next one. Happy Thanksgiving 2022. Jeremy and Rob. National Fire Fire Radio. Radio.